Camping. Camping. Wait. <laughs> yeah, you can sync that. That's fine. I can. There's, do that. there's enough of a gaff to sync that. It's okay. Anyway. Yeah. Today's episode: motorbike camping. Yeah. Ooh. We haven't talked about something like this before. We normally no. go for something a bit more extreme, like mods or the laws recently as well. What was oh, last yeah. week's episode? I forgot. What did we talk about uh, last time? <laughs> well, it was a gentleman's agreement, I think. It was, yeah, yeah about how fast was, you yes. can go. So we're yes. taking a step back now. This is about going slow and traveling. Yes, yeah, taking it slow, enjoying the views and living life. Yeah, so you've recently come back from Wales, haven't you? Did you see anybody camping up there? Oh, no, it was way, way too wet. Although... I do know some crazy people that probably would just go straight out camping on the bike. Tent, tent set up, pouring down with rain, freezing cold, but they're still happy. Yeah, that sounds like me, to be fair. But I guess <laughs> the first thing we should uh, should discuss is why would you go motorbike camping? Well, why wouldn't you? Why, How why, why do you that? think? Well, uh, for me... I like being with my motorbike, as sad as that sounds. So if I go into Portugal and everything, I want to take my motorbike. If I want to go to oh, Norfolk, I'll enough, take my yeah. motorbike. And my partner will say, no, we'll just take the car. We can take more stuff. And I'll be like, yeah, we've got backpacks. Let's take the motorbike. <laughs> exactly. Why, why take more stuff when you can take the ultimate stuff, which is a motorbike? Exactly. You can just get some side bags and you can go wherever you want. I mean, my dad... He used to travel round to the uh, round Isle of Man on his bike. Yeah. And his bike used to act as a tent. He'd get like a cover, pin it to his bike, yeah, and then he'd sleep under the cover next to his motorbike. That is quite smart. <laughs> so the bike would be, be like half of the tent, and the sheet would be the other half. And if you if you set it up quickly to have to turn your engine off, then basically got like a, a fireplace. Oh, you have, yeah, because your engine will be heating up the inside. Exactly. Right? Oh, hey, genius. Being the sleeping bag. Yeah, that, I want to try that one day. I that, think that'll, that, be, so that'll cool. be a test. That'll be a good test. But Although, I, anyway. Yeah, carry on. Motorbike camping. I think it's good. Sort of going around, you get to see a lot more places because there's only so far you can go in one day or in one ride on a bike. When you go camping on a bike, it's, it just gives you that opportunity to go further than you, you do before. Like, further than you can go if you're just going out on a single ride. Well, you can take your bike further, can't you? It's like the people that tour around Germany. Some people do hostels, hotels, or some just go sit in a forest. Yeah. (laughs) I I know people that um, tour around Europe in general. They'll start start in France, go to Italy, up to Switzerland, and go everywhere. All around these mountain passes, stop off in hotels... And they, uh, one of the uh, the good things I've seen some people do is they'll pack a suitcase and then have it shipped to the hotel they're staying at, and like pay <laughs> for like really pay smart. for timed shipping so that it arrives when they expect to arrive at the hotel. Yeah, that's and obviously actually call really up the cool. hotel before and go, hey, that's my stuff. So they can then swap over the clothes that they've got in their yeah. bag or whatever for fresh ones, and then ship it all back home. But that's actually incredible. That is very smart. But it's on the lines the of, smartest thing I've ever heard. That is incredible. On the lines of someone staying in France, I watched a YouTube video the other day 
I can't remember the name of the guy. Uh, if I find it, I'll add it in the description of the podcast. But yeah, um, yeah. what he done is he bought a 125 scooter for 600 quid in the UK. Right. And he had to ride all the way from the UK into Paris, yeah, where he'd have to stay in a hostel. And I think oh I do, he hasn't uploaded part two yet from what I've seen. He's riding all the way to Africa on it. Oh, my God. So, But he stays in hostels, hotels. He's put up hammocks in the woods. He records the whole thing. It's incredible. That sounds quite good. I, I've seen people do UK to Japan on a bike. I, I saw a thumbnail for it while I was scrolling through. I, I haven't watched the video yet, so I think that's something I'm probably going to go to after this. Bikes are just incredible. I love them. There's they, you so, can much, just so, so much, so much opportunity. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad much opportunity. We and with here. the, <laughs> and it rolls us nicely to the next bit on on the right kit you should have for going. Yes, that is very important because I never ever wear waterproofs. So, well, that's yeah, my number one. That's <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a one. Is something waterproof unless <laughs> you like getting wet because you're a weirdo. Uh, I, I think as far as <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This was first. Um, things I think you should take with you in a, in a sort of more camping perspective. You, you have your sort of essentials like sleeping bags, roll mats, pillows. A good, a good one is a foil blanket. Why do you think? Oh, uh, why do you think you need a foil blanket? Keeps the heat in. Exactly. In that an emergency, smart. get stuck, lost. Foil blanket wraps up around your warm-ish kind of. I did not be. think of that. That's actually really good. I mean, what and I was thinking of was pot noodles and towels. <laughs> <laughs> that works for some. That does work for some. <laughs> I think so, one of the uh, the big important things you need is a tent. Yes. A now, tent I've seen hammock. some really good tents. Motorbike specific tents, in fact. Is where... this like one of the tents where the motorbike goes in the tent with you is it one of them you're talking yes, about yes yes you you unfold you unpack it unfold it and you'll have yeah. space on on the left for you to sleep and you bit on the right for stuff and a big open gap with like a drop down roll thing which is just high enough for your average sort of ADV bike to go in so a regular non dad bike sorry uh <laughs> Would fit in there perfectly. <laughs> That's and so I think cool. that is just could you imagine genius like, design. It is, but could you imagine like you're just it's like your local area and you're just going for a casual drive. You just see this white tent puffing out smoke. It's <laughs> just some guy <laughs> warming himself up with his motorbike. <laughs> I think for legal reasons we well, should uh, have a disclaimer saying do not start your engine inside of a closed tent. Oh, no. The exhaust fumes die. might kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be ideal for your camping trip. Uh, no. But yeah, so th those those tents exist. Noodle. I've seen, like you were saying before, tents where you pin it to the bike and then wrap it round, almost like like those tree covers you can get where you, you hook it to a tree and slope it down just to stop yeah. the rain. Or well, another one, question, hammock, how much like do them said? tents cost? Oh, oh god. Let's have oh, what's a ballpark a figure? Have a guess. I'm I'm saying they gotta be three hundred. Couple of hundred. Couple of hundred. Yeah. I am on be. the interwebs now and I'm seeing a good uh, on, common theme the of being a brand. Art. Oh yeah. 
but Common I'll, Brand. I'll entertain Wolf the podcast for a minute. Wolf I've already found one. I'm I've quick. I'm them. quick at it. Yeah, Wolf Walker motorcycle You're too tank. For two to three people, apparently. Yeah. Looks like it fits fit in a, a, what, a BMW GS1200, the adventure. So it fits a absolutely massive adventure bike in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're pretty close. It's How 260 on Amazon. I'm, I'm wait. I'm... Oh, 260. I've, I've, I've ruined that, haven't I? <laughs> no, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I, I was going to guess 320, so I'm glad my original I mean... guess stayed in. <laughs> but when you think about it, if you get a big enough tent, you can just just put a bike in anyone, any old tent. I re- I reckon if you measure the measure well, the bike up for the height, you can find a tent which will yeah. open up nicely. Well, if you weigh up the costs, yeah, how much is a hotel room every night when you travel? Let's say you're doing a week of traveling, you're going to spend at least what a, a grand in hotels, two hundred a night. Oh yeah, oh, if yeah. you go for standard, two hundred. If, if you go for a you know, standard nice-ish hotel. Yeah, or if you go like minimal travel lodge, well not even travel lodge, very expensive Airbnb now, or something. but like hostel sharing area. Yeah. yeah. It's Actually, I found a really, like four... really good cheap Airbnb in Cornwall. It was like £105 a night, but it was it was it? our own room, our own separate room. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, unfortunately it wasn't like a full house, but we had our own room, like shower, teas, coffee, whatever, all we needed, parking space, all that. Heating, TV. Do they let motorbikes in the house? Not quite. You'll have to you have to leave your pride and joy outside, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, I hate doing that in new areas because I just feel like it's going to get stolen. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like leaving my bike. Which, anyway. which could segue us into a new section of this episode. What ooh, security ooh. devices should you have for camping? Because that's ooh. my fear is. Can't someone just unzip my tent, absolutely, you know, make a mess of me and then just take my bike? Now, that is where a good proximity mine, just right outside the front door, <laughs> would be perfect. Just blow them to bits. <laughs> yeah, won't even, won't even come near me. You might uh, get some residual <laughs> shrapnel in your face or something, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> Bang, the no. bike catches fire and you just blow up with it. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on a more serious note, I think. Uh, I'd probably, yeah, lots of alarms. Maybe even a tracker. Just the, the sand yeah, stuff. I, li- I like having something you'd, something you'd have to sort of park up normally, but if you're parking outside your house or whatever. What about is in security for yourself? If you're like, Ooh. you know when Ooh. you camp rough, like in the forest yeah. or something, yeah? You camp yeah. with your bike... And you need to go to sleep. Now, most people just lay in a hammock and chill for the night. I could not do that. I'd be sat up thinking I'm going to get murdered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. So, if I say uh, I took you into the middle of the woods. Oh, okay. It is. I like where this is going. (laughs) I've (laughs) I've taken you into the middle of the woods. Yeah, we've, we've got our motorbikes. And the only thing I bought is a hammock. Well, two hammocks. We don't need to spoon. Um, oh, it's a shame. How would you defend yourself? There's an issue with this when it comes to sort of the legality of what you can have, especially in this country. Exactly. And, I mean, you can have a knife for whatever, cooking, cutting things. 
But if you then stab someone trying to mug you, that becomes a whole legal, legal kerfuffle. Exactly. And no one, no we one could just that. say. Yeah, we could just say I was trying to cut up my pot noodles so they cooked quicker. That's true. And my and knife he just fell. Walks in front of you. Yeah. Got he did. Way. He did. He he walked in front of my little burner. <laughs> oh, that's my favourite thing about camping. You know, you get the little burners and you get the little saucepan on top. You have brought me wonderfully into the next bit of cooking oh. equipment and heat <laughs> and just that sort because you can get multi-purpose cooker heater things but i i read yes you can it's a good idea to get multi-fuel stoves as well because you can get ones that What's just run off of butane or one one source of uh, fuel yeah the standard and you also ones. get ones yeah you also get ones that that will run off multiple fuels exactly what these fuels are i cannot remember um, but it'll just be a bit of gasoline out of, your bike yeah. if you run out. Exactly, a bit of petrol. <laughs> just hook it right in, start her up. You got some food. You got some nice warm food. Yeah, exactly, get... easy. Yeah, and if you've got these these multi-purpose ones as well, you can flip a few settings, put whatever different attachments on, and it'll become like a little space heater. Heat your uh, heat your tent up, and hopefully not catch fire. So. If we went camping, we'd need a hybrid stove slash space heater. That's number one on our list. Well, need? No. Good to make things comfortable. Yeah, I'd say it's up there. Now, I I've got a couple of ideas of what I'd bring to camping. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I'm a bit different than everyone else. <laughs> I would say I'd bring a whole separate battery to run emergency power from like you know you can get these not like a power pack like the ones you get from B&M and Poundland I'm on about like uh, it's, it's like, like a long like battery a small you generator. can store yeah very small but very thin it's just a big lithium yeah. iron battery it'll hold I like think, 100,000 milliamp power yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and they're good for like a week for charging a phone a few times you know running power uh, yeah you exactly it. you never know when you need a little bit of juice to get yourself going get your phone going yeah. or whatever and i also think 100 percent you're gonna need a jump start kit for your motorbike because at some point you might need to use that usb port on the bike yeah or heated gloves heated jacket everyone has these oh. you know these fancy camping gear that they plug into the bike yeah that's gonna kill your battery after a while isn't it oh yeah yeah it jumps not, not ideal not not ideal at all but something else that sort of uh, goes along the uh, the food going back a yeah. bit, going along the food. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, I skipped ahead a bit there. <laughs> sorry. Food sort of <laughs> way of things is uh, a water purifier, one of these little straws oh, that filters yes. out all the contaminants. A, it's That's just very cool good because people drink don't take wherever. enough liquid. No, no, I definitely don't. <laughs> I know that. I sort of get halfway through the day and go, I'm really thirsty. I haven't drunk anything. Just forget. Maybe just go drink yeah. the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can you look at somewhere, you go, I want to drink it, and you drink it. Done. No worry about it. That's really smart, actually. Bubonic plague or any of this. You just you just want you play. Drink what you you drink what you want. That's actually and quite a good idea, actually. Cool. I remember years ago, a little YouTube channel called Vat19. I say little, they're massive. 
Yeah. And I used to watch, oh my God, I used to watch everything. I used to love everything. They were basically, it's basically just them trying to sell you stuff, but it was cool stuff. And I, that's where I first saw one of those, one of those life straws where it's like filters through the water through the life level. straw. Yeah. Yeah. How much does where one of it? them cost, Mr. Interwebs? Find me a life straw. <laughs> 22 quid. Is that or it? for 38, you can get the life straw bottle, which oh, you they fill the bottle up with then. whatever. Um, no, you wash them yeah. out. You, you can oh, wash okay. them out and, uh, and... Here you go, 39 quid on Amazon, you get four. I do believe four they are... Four straws or four bottles? Decently reusable. Four straws. I believe they're decently reusable. Yeah. Uh, just have a look. Oh, I've got an idea. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we do the Bikers podcast live from the campfire. Oh, slash yeah. Life straws test. I we'll reckon drink some fresh well. river water. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll work well. Yeah, just don't suck up a fish. I guess that's all you can do, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, dinner for later, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. You cook a little fish. <laughs> Not that I really know how to catch or cook a fish, but. You know, you figure these things out, don't you? I know how to cook a fish. So if we went camping and then we went deep sea cod fishing, I, I could sort us out some cod, but... Don't I know, know, know where you're camping to be going deep sea, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Island in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no. I would love That's to do that awesome. one day. I, I wouldn't survive, but island survival would be sick. It would be quite fun, I think. That's uh, sort of another thing is uh, cutlery as well. You sort of get one of those uh, oh, multi-purpose knife things. Oh, yeah. Yes, hygiene. Yes. See, I, I'm right. a bit I of a germaphobe, like, I won't lie. Yeah, I sometimes I am. Certain things. But yeah. you can get these... Uh, is, it, is it like dry soap? Something like that? What is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like dry shampoo. People get them as well. You don't yeah. you clean without water. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But I, I was like, how are you going to clean the cutlery and all that? Would you get, like, multiple sets to eat with? You can. Now, okay. another thing that goes with that sort of life straw are purification tablets. Drop those in. Yes, I've actually the seen them. The dirt. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen them. That, they are good. They Mate, do We're going to have to go camping well. and test all these products out now. Honestly, I'll have to wait for it to get a bit warmer first. <laughs> no, we're going December. That's a good plan. Oh, no. <laughs> Christmas camping. As fun as that sounds, I think <laughs> I freeze camping. to death. <laughs> I've got a terrible idea now. Uh, you got to stop giving me ideas. You're, you're the one that helped me make a plan to go f from Land's End to John O'Groats on a 50cc. <laughs> well, I don't. I, that's all you. You, you just inspire me. I just encourage, like, like a, I don't know. A teacher or someone would. I don't know. A teacher. <laughs> a teacher of bad ideas. Well, that's... Yeah, you're not wrong there. I find it hilarious. I think we should do that together. <laughs> that would be hilarious. 250cc mopeds. Oh, I, I... Oh, just being stuck at 30 mile an hour would just kill me. <laughs> Restricted mopeds. genuinely, genuinely <laughs> kill me, I think. Could you imagine? It wouldn't, wouldn't be the cold or the wet or the starvation. I would just... 
just <laughs> die from the pure boredom of being stuck at 30 mile an hour. But the worst thing about being stuck at 30 is, you know, you have Google Maps on you and it tells you yeah. how long it takes you to get there. Yeah. You'd just be watching the time climb up and oh, up. No. As <laughs> you feel like you're getting closer, it'll just increase. I can already feel <laughs> the sadness from this just coming along. I'm not even not even doing it. Oh, it just makes me laugh so much. I really want to oh. do something stupid like that again. Even on oh, a 125, yeah. I feel like that would be funny because a lot of people are like, I can travel the world on my 125. When they get it on the motorway just... and they stop breathing. Yeah. I reckon it would be good a good video, just cheapest 125 you can find. Like proper, like 200 quid, barely, and then see how far you can get. There was a, a moped for sale near me for £105. I really oh, yeah. had to sit there and think it ran. But there was a problem with... Um, I don't think the back brake worked. The headlight didn't work and the panels were held together by duct tape. So I thought that's perfect. <laughs> that's Honestly, exactly what don't I need. need the back brake. Headlight, nope. you can just strap a torch to the front. Easy. <laughs> just a head torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put a head torch on. <laughs> Stop by screw fix. Just get a little Makita exactly. head torch. I see zero problems with that. Could you with that pass MOT? <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Doesn't need to. <laughs> you put your high beam on, you have to press the button. <laughs> put your high beam on, you tilt your head up a bit. <laughs> oh. That's another thing you need for camping, a head torch so you can see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, head torch, lamps. You can get little uh like I like the solar lamps. head torch lamp. Yeah, the ones you like hang up to the top of your tent or whatever, and it'll yeah, just be a little light. I think that was a really good segue back to camping. By the way, I'm quite proud of myself that was, for that one. That was that was quite good. I thought that, that was smooth. I think we should double segue it into into where you can camp. Oh, anywhere you like. To be fair, I wow. would say anywhere. Well, 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 well. Is there a law? There is actually. My computer just turned off. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. My screens just went black. Sorry. Yeah, carry on. That's all right. There is a law. Uh, and it, it depends on where you are. But yeah. wild camping uh, without the landowner's permission is illegal all throughout England, Wales and Northern Ireland. Scotland, however. I did however, not know that. Wild camping is permitted anywhere thanks to the right to roam laws. Yeah, I've seen a TikTok on the right to roam laws because a lot of people were getting upset that anybody could just walk through your private property. Well, there was sort of that. It was it was the uh, the Dartmoor Dartmoor protest, I think, because they were there were right to roam laws in Dartmoor, I believe. This isn't hundred percent factual. I've sort of picking this out of the thin air it's okay. um, and then they said no nah, we're going to take that away no more right to roam gotta get permission See, I, I can and get they, it on a safety perspective yeah but at the same time that's a big freedom that people have and that it's is. been taken away uh, could you imagine owning a massive farm and looking after it every day and then some teenagers pitch up in the middle of your field and start a fire well that that's the thing is Part of this right to roam is you leave it as you came. Oh, so that's like the clause. As long as you look after where it is, sort you of, have a yeah. right to roam. 
that's just sort of oh. a, a general rule and law. I mean, you can't be going around setting things on fire, leaving mess everywhere. That just wouldn't yeah, be right. Yeah, because that's when it's illegal. That's arson and littering and yeah, you've got to you've oh, got to leave it as if it. you were never there in the first place. See that I can kind of agree with. Hmm. But I would then I also think... feel bad I'm on someone else's land. Yeah, but then at the same time, if I see some random. I mean, I guess it's easier in some place like Scotland and Wales where they've got a lot of big, open, hilly fields, environments that sort of, I say oh, aren't owned completely by anyone, different. Isn't, isn't obviously owned by a farmer or someone. Yeah, Whereas I know what you're saying. more sort of central England is just, oh yeah, Pete the farmer owns that field and John owns that field and it's like, oh, it was all just a bit, bit agricultural. But you are completely right. Everyone owns something of some sort. Yeah. But have you seen a YouTuber called Max Fosh? I think that's how you say his name. Yes, I have. I have, I he, have, I have. He bought a roundabout. I've seen that. Yeah. I I would yeah, like to buy can. a roundabout. <laughs> how do I buy it one? It would be I mean I did he did he end up owning the, the bit of road around the roundabout or was it just the actual roundabout? He itself? just owned the roundabout, not the that road. That is a shame. That's, if you owned the road, could you imagine? I was going to say, if you if you own a roundabout, wheelie ground for everyone. Buy Practice a roundabout. Oh, I, I can sponsor one. Make your own one. law. Sponsor. You can sponsor one, but £1,800 a year. £5 a day. That's quite a lot, to be fair. So we sponsor a roundabout for the Bikers Podcast. There's <laughs> not much you can do with a roundabout, though. <laughs> oh, no, you can actually buy roundabouts. Sponsored oh my God. category C, one year with signs and maintenance, fifteen hundred per annual with ten percent discount if you go on to a second year. What is what? So that you're just paying for someone to maintain the roundabout then? Well, uh, it's you sponsor a roundabout, so you don't own it, but you get your signs round it and the council look after it, I guess. Nah, I'm not really too fussed about that. <laughs> no, we get three signs per roundabout. I you're would look you're after my roundabout. To, I'd have to pay someone to <laughs> pay, I, pay I would the council to just my do roundabout. their job. <laughs> I really want a roundabout now. I think that would be really funny. Oh, I've made a mistake mentioning this, haven't I? <laughs> you have. We keep getting distracted today. Oh, right, here's a segue. A would you be able to camp on a roundabout? <laughs> that is a very good question. I, I do feel believe... Like the safest place to do it in it well i lit. don't think it's totally legal however there is um a form of camping i can't remember what it's called now ah oh, is it like invisible camping can you legally sleep on a roundabout can't type today oh where's that how long could you get away with setting up a tent on a roundabout in the UK? Stealth camping, that's it. What's stealth camping? It is where you go, usually more urban. Roundabouts are quite fun. There's there's a lot of video on it. There's this guy, Blot Outdoors Show. I think that's the name. Yeah. And he's just going about, going goes to a roundabout and sets up a campsite, tries to hide himself in the trees and not get caught, basically. Oh, and it it looks quite fun actually. Oh, uh, it does sound fun. 
Oh, so in so apparently if you set up camp in the middle of a roundabout, the local highway authorities will come and remove you as a trespasser. And the police mm. can move you for camping on a public highway. Yeah, yeah. It's uh But nor they will they will only come for you if you cause a nuisance or scatter litter normally. Oh, that's easy. Easy problem solved, just leave as you left it. The, Technically, first it's illegal, camping club. the police have better things to do. Yeah. I would love That's, to do that, to be fair. It does sound quite fun, to be fair. Get charged with I mean, I'm getting really in the, the camping, camping mood now. So, I, 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 I both love and hate camping. I, I hate shitting in a hole in the ground. And I hate eating uh, undercooked meat. <laughs> but yeah. I, I like waking up outside sometimes. Sometimes, Until I sometimes. get the headache. Do you yeah, get that? You get, get like a I headache get, yeah. after you wake up? It's the cold air. It really just messes up your your nose and makes your head go... Ugh. Yeah, I miss, I miss my, my bed. <laughs> I miss my warm, comfy bed. Yeah. Uh, and the washing up is a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Just I used to go camping with my... Yeah, I used to go camping with my mate's family. You used to have to do all the washing up. It's such a ball ache because... Oh. You have, you have to bring your own washing up liquid, obviously, because they yeah. wouldn't supply that at the campsite. But no, the yeah. sinks that they supply were just like black with filth. Oof. I think the plate was cleaner before it went in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. It's no, just disgusting. disgusting. But it's quite oh. fun camping. I, I love exploring like the urban areas. I found like a waterfall river thing and I tried to jump across it and fell in. I mean, it's being, it's being a kid, isn't it? Just having fun. Yeah, yeah, fun. Playing in the woods, getting lost, you know. Have you ever been camping? I have, yeah. yeah. Where did you I, go? I've done a... That's a very good question because it was quite a while ago. Uh, it was definitely in a tent. I know that. I think it was <laughs> down sort of, cor- <laughs> sort of Cornwall coast-ish, maybe. Oh, Cornwall's nice to stay in, though. That's a nice yeah, place. Yeah, somewhere there. around there. I had a lot of fun doing it, though. The thing I really like about Cornwall, especially when you're driving around, do you notice how the hedge lines are always higher? Yeah, yeah, it's quite I annoying, I love actually. that. See, it oh, is annoying when you're driving it, but they do it so when you overlook the countryside, you can't see the roads, so the roads don't obscure the view that you see because you'll just see hedges. That's quite smart. That's quite it's clever. Bit. It is clever. I did some research. I'm pretty sure that's the official reason. Is that so when someone looks over Cornwall's countryside, you don't see, you might see the top of a lorry or, you know, hear a loud car or me or my motorbike. But But you won't see all the scattered roads. Exactly. You won't see the roads that cut through all of the fields. That is really clever. I think it's very smart. I just I, wish I they weren't so narrow. Yeah, agreed. Their roads are so small. It scares me a lot. But just I do anywhere. then I do then think that that's to minimise the footprint of the road. Yeah, yeah. It definitely slows people down as well. Yeah, it does. So no one can really race in speed very well, can they? Mm. Just a good, it's, it is an overall good layout. Yeah. So, what other camping things must we discuss today for motorcycles? Well, 
I think it's probably going to have to be the uh, the final thing. I think we're getting close to close to a running time here. Yeah, we are. Deal, but yeah. we could do a shorter episode, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the last one was That's like fine. 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that was way too long. Yeah, we, anyway. we do varying lengths here at the Bikers Podcast. We do what we feel oh, like. That's all right. That's all right. What, yeah, what, what's your final... final topic, then? Well, I, less of a topic, more of a just sort of a suggestion is... um. Well, actually, actually, to rephrase it, I'll, I'll ask you, how do you think you're going to transport all of these uh, these items and necessities, tents, raw mats, sleeping bags, etc., uh, especially if you're two up on a bike? Oh, What are your, what are your options, do you think? Now, I have done something similar to this with two up. I've done many stupid things with two up. Like, <laughs> I, I went, you know, moving boxes, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, I needed some at one point. So I put my my ex-partner on the back of my bike and she held the moving boxes on the back. <laughs> she oh had one hand on top God. of the boxes, one hand on bottom, like they were huge. She couldn't see, like, it, it, if the boxes were taller than me on the motorbike, so she couldn't see past me at all. It was dangerous <laughs> as fuck. It was lethal. So there's always a oh, We carried fine. a TV at some point as well. A TV? Yeah, TV. I think it. What was it? Forty inch. I think it was. We carried. How did you, How did you manage that? Well, we put it between us and lent it against my back, and then she just balanced it. We done that. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's just no. I just but cannot the, even think. The of most doing that. dangerous thing I think we ever done was I needed my computer repairing, so I didn't have a car. So I put her on the back of my bike, and this is was an old computer from like 2018. You know they have that weight to them. It's got a massive case. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, hold this. We're going for a five mile drive to my mate's house. Who's gonna fix it? Oh my god. <laughs> Better hug this heavy computer between us. <laughs> it's on a one two five as well. It was yeah, lethal. Oh. Alright, but go, going back to topic anyway. I'm good at carrying stuff. Go, go, go back, back, to topic. back to topic. What I would do is. I've got one now, the rear rack with, um, what do they call it? The um, luggage box, is that it? Panniers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, panniers on the side as well. I do two yeah. panniers and a rear yeah. rack luggage box. So I've got three of them. Because I was going to say, if you're not an avid adventure bike rider and slash or camper on whatever bike you ride, you can get these uh, sort of saddlebag options that you, you lift your, your rear seat up. You just place this sort of fabric saddlebag under it, put your seat down, done. Someone can sit on top of that. And then, like you said, you've got your uh, your back, what's it called? Little, the, the panel on the back. Okay, guys, so Talks had some internet issues, so you are sadly stuck with me for a minute. Today, we have discussed camping, uh, panniers, rear racks, food hygiene, water hygiene, how to drink your own piss out of a magical straw all amazing things like that so if you do enjoy podcasts like these where we talk about topics um our last talk any final good goodbye words for the podcast I, I, i'll tell you guys what talk says um for a minute i, I want to tell you a funny story i'll send that when the internet's back up <laughs> So, Talk's final words for you guys. Final bit of advice about camping is don't get eaten by a bear. Right, that's, that's all you've got to do. 
is not get eaten by a bear and that's what talk says i'll tell you my funny story in the next episode about my brake pad adventure um Make sure you guys do follow this podcast. We greatly appreciate you listening to it, to us. And every Friday at 6.30pm, we drop a new episode every week on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, YouTube, anything you can think of. Our podcast will be on there. I will see you all later. Thank you for listening. <laughs>